Hello, good morning, y'all. Welcome to TV Gossip for him and her. I know it's been a while, y'all. It's been a long time. Yeah, I've been um, not feeling too well, but I'm back up to power. And um, I've been on this day on YouTube meddling, and I see a whole lot is going on. Now, the last thing that I had did a podcast about was FBG Cash. But ever since uh, FBG Cash has passed, there's been a lot going on. But we're going to see what they know, um, you know, what information they have since he's, you know, been murdered. It's been a lot going on ever since then. Okay, so... I see they have an interview with Wooski. And we're going to see what that interview has to say. This interview is by Status Update Exclusive. It's a page on YouTube. Uh, very informative. You can go look it up. Status Update Exclusive. Um, very informative channel. Let's see what's going on. It says FBG Cash interviews Wooski on Surviving Headshot. from Trenches News that says uh, O-Block, I don't know if y'all remember who 100K is, that is King Von's manager who was shot with him, and uh, Prince Dre, which is uh, he's from O-Block he's on a, a couple songs with King Von, um, and I was wondering why like his rap career had in blue, because he is very talented so I couldn't understand it, but he's saying that um, 100K forged his signature on uh on a 360 deal. I don't know what a 360 deal is. I would have to look that up, but he's basically saying that dude is moving real funny. Now we're going to listen to what uh trenches news has to say about it. Once again, trenches news is a page that is on YouTube. You can go to that page. You can get on YouTube, look up trenches news. He's very informative. I believe trenches is yes. Trenches news is from Chicago. So with him, you getting it like up close and personal. Boy, Trench News, and I'm back at y'all with another one. Appreciate all love, support. Thanks for everybody subscribe to my channel. If you ain't subscribed to the channel, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you join the membership. Um, shout out C Hood. Shout out Cindy the Dime, man. But enough of that. King Von Manager, man. King Von X Man. King Von Old Manager, man. Before he died, man. Honey K Track, man. Honey K Track. Um, also known as Officer Francois, man. He um a manager. And he's very well known, you know what I'm saying, um, with with real famous artists that's gone for the Rico. 
you know, a lot of his artists, like a lot of people that he managed more than eight or nine guys, bro, that's on a Rico or gone for the rest of their life. Um, he also manages um, a few artists from O Block. Like he was managing Moobop, he was managing um, Boss Top, he managed um, Prince Dre, and he was managing a couple of more of the guys. Um, you know, it's always been speculation about him, weird shit and all that. We could never figure it out. And O Block Prince Dre, you know, Prince Dre. Guys, I did it. It really worked. Check this out. I know we've all been seeing this loan program. I know him. Prince Dre stayed two floors over me. Um, I stayed on third. He stayed on the fifth. And um, he always been the same. Um, humble dude. Uh, respectful. Um, he came from Chris Real. Um, and he always rapped too. He was rapping before Keith you know, was rapping. He was the he was really like the first shorty that I heard in the old that was rapping when I was in the old. You know what I'm talking about? 08, 09, you know, his daddy was rapping too. So with that being said, Prince Dre never come out to say nothing. Prince Dre came out and made allegations, man. Well, not alleg yeah, allegations or whatever you want to say against Honey K track. He said that Honey K track, man. He playing with his music. He forged a 360 deal and got paid for it, bro. Now Prince Drake can't drop none of his music. Uh, none of that, man. Hey, I told y'all, man, ever since Vaughn left, man, it's been a lot of snake, a back dough, and all that. The, it's wide open. You see the youth over there in O-Block. You see how they just did Durkee. Uh, Well-known member, you know what I'm saying, from over there. He been over there since he was one years old. Since he was one years old, he been in Old Block in Pampas. Not too many could say they was born in Pampas. Zell Money one of them was in Pampas. T. Roy and them, they could say they was over there. Not too many. But anyways, Prince Dre spoke on the situation. He made a diss track and um said that track a thief, man. He a thief and he ain't cut out to what he be, you know. Well, I'm waiting on more details and I'm waiting on more, you know what I'm saying, to come out. Nah, that's a person mad. You know, when you make a person mad, they know everything about you. Now, all the accusations that everybody been making, nah, they, that they was blinded to or that they weren't blind to, they was just getting a little money from 100K and they was accepting it. But now that it's a problem, you know, see more people gonna come out against them. You know what I'm saying? Be looking forward to it. But Prince Dre never say nothing, man. His word always been honorable and everything. So if he said dude stole from him, hey, I believe 100% he stole from him because the man never get on there and wolf on the internet. He never does none of that. Um, shout out to little Prince Dre, man. Shout out to Prince Dre. Um, Honey K track, like I said, man, he got a bad record, man. Like, all his artists is in um, Rico and all that. He turned in the phone to the DA um, to said he wiped it out for Wayne Melly. Um, you know, other people that came out and said he done stole some or he done did some. Then we heard over the scanner when Vaughn was um, laying on the ground that Officer Francois got shot. You know, we still don't know who, we still don't know, you know what I'm saying, about that. And then, and then, you know, they just left, um, he's supposed to be King Von Manager, and they just left Louis completely, like, through. Like, he's no use, he's not useful anymore, Von's not here. You know, I just feel like 100K Track took advantage of all of them, bro. Once Von was gone, he can penny pinch the rest of them, man, you know, because they ain't, they ain't no leaders to know, or they math, or they ain't educated. The man is educated. But y'all get in the comments and let me know what y'all think, man. About about the situation, man. Prince Dre. Okay, <clears throat> I don't know what to think, y'all. We're gonna try to hear this uh this song. Look like people have already been um looking this thing up. Let's see. This right here is from one of my uh, favorite little sites. Like, um, his name is X Man Rico. First name, capital X, lowercase man. 
Second name Rico R E E K O. Y'all forgot that most of the O'Blockians, the original O'Block, well, I don't want to say starting five because depending on how you look at it, starting five on the bench right now in the feds. But on a serious note, a lot of the O'Block members like Boss Top, DQ, Prince Dre, um, Money Duke, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure the list goes goes on and on. But a lot of members are signed to a hundred K management, and that's not a record label. Not like Sony Records, Interscope Records, and all that other stuff. It's hundred K management. It's a difference. But it depends on. I guess they can still get you in the 360 if they want to put you in that chokehold. You know what I'm saying? But Prince Dre, he been starting to voice his, his frustrations. And on my end, on the outside looking in, I thought everything was peaches and cream and gravy, um, because. King Von got everybody a label deal, like I said, a management deal. Sorry, I don't really know how Honey, Honey, how Track run his label and all that, but it could be like a little bit of both if you know how that worked. I thought everything was good. He got a lot of people deals. I think they all got five to ten thousand dollars and they put in their pockets that night as well as they've been had old block chains. So it seemed like everybody wasn't full time rappers anyway. Like DQ drop music part time. The only ones who was trying to be full time rappers, I say, was Muwap. Money Duke and I guess you could say DQ but now he's not really consistent with it in my opinion and I'm not gonna lie I'm not a big fan of all that music once you hear 2012 Drill Chicago, trust me trust me this shit still sound the same here in Chicago, man. I'm so tired of motherfuckers rapping about the same shit. It's just the rhyming pattern gets me. Like, believe it or not, I can rap better than them. I'm just not going to do it. And they just the same rap pattern over and over again gets on my nerves, man. I, I swear to God, I hate hearing it. The beat selection has gotten a little better, but I'm tired of hearing the same words, man. You know, eat his face. Um, Hulk, I'm not even Hulk. I was just listening to DQ the other day. No offense, DQ, but that shit ain't my cup of tea. But Prince Dre pretty much said 100K track 4 is his signature. Now, we get into some real some real other type of shit track. He forged his signature, and now he's in a position where he can't release any music. And you should have known this was coming. Well, if, you, if the person who runs your label slash management in a group or whatever been having snake police rumors around their name from the beginning, trust me, even if it's not all the way true, there's a reason people got these, these asterisks by their name, if I said that word right, because it's really something that you need to pay attention to. 100K track look a little grimy everybody a lot of people who did business with him who wasn't a big name artist has all had some type of i guess conflict of interest when it comes to him handling their career because maybe just maybe he's only looking for king vons and little dirks and people of that caliber he's not really looking out for the people who on the up and up and up you know what i'm saying like ynw melly he's looking for that type of talent if you don't got it he's not trying to help you grow it that's what i get and honestly King Vaughn is not here. So what do you expect? The person that he was actually probably scared of, he didn't want to get on his bad side because he know how he move, he's not here. So now he's able to do whatever he want to do with y'all and it's sad. Get in the comment section. Let me know what y'all think below. I'm gone. So I guess that's what everybody's saying. Like, you know, I guess um, dude only did King Vaughn right and that he is trying to use everybody else. I don't know. I'm just going off of what I'm reading. Uh, but I'm trying to find this diss track because I really would like to hear it. Here it goes. Okay, that's a part of the song. I guess I would have to find the whole song to hear it. But it's just awful odd that, you know, um, when King Von was shot, people was kind of saying that dude was clout chasing because, you know, he was too quick to do interviews about the situation. Um, it's a little awkward. 
It is very awkward. It is very, very awkward. So, with other news, um, NBA Youngboy and Kodak Black have gotten into it. I don't know exactly why, but I know that I've been seeing a lot of videos about uh, NBA Youngboy and Kodak Black beef. So, we'll try to go into that. This is from I Smoke Hip Hop. He's, he's very informative as well. I watch a lot of his videos. Of course, these commercials. Heavy out here in the paint. So, it was only right to see Duty Low teaming up with Kodak Black for a new banger they got going out here. If you guys don't know, let me put it on the screen. Okay. So, there we go. Kodak Black has did a song with Duty Low, which um, if you've been keeping up with what's going on in the drill scene, Duty Low is with OTF. OTF is the label that King Von was on. He does not get along with NBA Youngboy from the Quando Rondo thing. And they got this going on that started a wild you know, news and conspiracy on social media. People are saying the reason why Kodak Black and NBA Youngboy are no longer friends and no longer cool with each other is because the new friendship Yak got with Dirk. He's chilling with a lot of people who's supposed to be the ops. So a lot of people ain't really liking it and they saying the most right now. And I'm going to tell you my commentary on it. Y'all know how, you know, I rock with all these artists and I also got a mutual you know, a relationship behind the scenes with Duty Low as far as conversations and all that only, you know, just strictly on music. But I'm looking at it and I'm 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 loving this from my perspective, but I'm gonna go deep into the conspiracy one. Now people want some type of beef to happen and they want to see people crashing out doing the most for a situation they don't really understand. Yes, Kodak Black and NBA Youngboy used to be very close and we're not gonna even get into with OTF and NBA Youngboy we already know that rest in peace let's let you know those people lay where the most hot takes them but as far as people going into this new situation and y'all seen a picture floating around and then the video and it turned out to be true people are trying to put two and two together we do know Yak recently just called NBA Youngboy you know allegedly a little hoe you feel me um this was when he wrote it right here he called him allegedly a little hoe we did a whole video on that and then nba herm he responded to it you know it's just a lot was going on with that and wholeheartedly a lot of people ran with it and took it deeper than what it was but i looked at the relationship that he got building right here not what you think it is because we know 3800 degrees drop and yak is probably referring to people trying to pin him and yell young boy records and, and uh, um numbers together you feel me to see if who's fell off or whatever and yak ain't dumb he ain't going for the setups and and, and i don't think young boy was looking for it like that but Duty Low is being an artist. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's a grown artist. He got a name that's hot out here. He'll do what anybody else would do. And you'll team up with other hot people out here that's winning. And maybe it's not just about people that's hot. I know the homie Duty Low got ties to Broward County, Florida. He rock with the Zoes. So this ain't no fakeness just for the music business. This is real friendships, real cordial relationships that turn into business relationships. You shouldn't lose the opportunity to feed your family to get into somebody else's feelings. So I don't know why other journalists and bloggers think it is this when it ain't. I just take it for what I see it is. It's an understanding of a building going on between, you feel me, two sides. Sides that's understanding, bro, we gotta make it here and we gotta do what we gotta do for each other. Because, you know, to be a rapper today is almost like a death trap. So if you can get all the funds and dividends you got to make it out of here why not do the moves that you're expected to make because when you're growing up and you want to be somebody famous you know you got to work with other so-called famous people or whatnot you shouldn't limit yourself to certain situations i remember rich the kid did the same thing he was chilling with dirt and people expected young boy
Youngboy to get mad. I think we did a video where Youngboy felt some type of way. Allegedly, I, I'm not sure. We got to look into that a little bit more. But we do know Yak is going to roll how he rolls. And we know nobody around Little Dirk like Duty Low and all of them. They're not flunkies. So they're going to do what they got to do as well. So this is grown man moves, grown man decisions here. I like seeing that. I like seeing, you feel me, Yak doing his thing the right way. I like seeing Duty Low progressing as an artist as well. So, you know, this is what you want to see in hip-hop. This is what we complain every day when one of these rappers get killed. And y'all go, why don't we promote such and such? Well, I'm promoting it, and we're doing it the right way. Look, I'm your guy, DJ Bless One. Love your family. Love your kids. Okay, y'all. With that said, uh, they beef. I don't know if it's ever going to end because someone lost their life. So, I don't know, you know, if they beef is ever going to come to a resolution. You know, it's um, it's crazy that uh, we have young black men out here going through it, um, you know, going through where they feel like it's almost like the media has made them feel like it's okay to be this reckless and dangerous. But everybody wants ratings, but nobody's understanding the hurt. That is left behind when these people are gone. You know, it's 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 a little huge. But we also have um the little guy, No Limit Caro. Um, I guess he's starting to do comedy or something like that, so he's starting to blow up. <coughs> oh, excuse me, gotta get my therapeutical in. Yeah, so it's a lot going on uh, in Chicago. And they're still saying that, you know, Lil Dirt and King Von blackballed the GDs. So it's like the GDs uh, aren't climbing like the BDs are. It's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's almost like they did... Uh, block them from being able to become as successful as they could. Yeah, you know, and um, it, it's crazy that we have all of this going on in the community. You know, it's really sad. You know, I started this page to uh, basically learn about the drill culture because I had no idea what, what the drill culture actually was itself until I started hearing things in the news and um, I started to look it up. And once I started to look it up, I started to see that, you know, um, there are things going on and our kids are into things that we have no idea that they're into. You know, so we have to kind, kind of stay alert and, you know, know what's going on with our children. Because other than that, there are agendas pushed through this music. And, you know, we have to listen. Now, I don't know um, if you guys know anything about uh, the Supreme team in New York. Um, they were two, no, they were an uh, uncle and a nephew who... Um, are incarcerated. I don't know if they're still incarcerated, still living, or what's going on. I have to look it up. But um, they were incarcerated for a big drug ring. And um, his son sent 50 sent a message. I'm going to see what that message says. And we'll speak on that. Let's get straight into it. As y'all know, 50 Cent's son spoke out. I made a video on it. If you didn't see it, go check it out right here on the screen. All right, let's get into it. Okay, I guess they're speaking on the fact that 50 Cent Sun had came out um, a couple of days ago. No, I'm sorry. It's probably been about two weeks since I first seen it. But he came out with a post where he had $6,100 because I'm guessing uh, that was his child support payment. So he said he would, someone tell his dad that he would give him $6,100 to do 
things with him that he never got to do with him as a child. So that's the incident they're speaking on. All right, 50 Cent went on the Breakfast Club, and he said if his son really wanted to talk to him, he wouldn't have went to TMZ and talked to them and let it be known he wanted to talk to him. He would have got in contact with him personally. Now, his son said, I've been trying to reach out to my daddy. My daddy got me blocked. He also got me blocked on social media. And also, I don't even know his number. In the midst of that, he posted, let me take y'all back before I even go there. What really drew the straw? Now, I'm so sorry. That was very disrespectful to use this man's information and not introduce him to y'all. I'm getting this from a page called this M-U-S-I-Z 101. He is so informative. He has uh, plenty of videos, and they are very informative. And now, I'm going to tell y'all, you have to not, uh, I can't say not believe everything in these videos, but you have to kind of analyze the video. You can't just go off of, oh, it was said. It makes it true. All of this information that I'm putting on her is allegedly. We do not know the truth. We do not know what is really going on. We're just going off of what is being reported. For 50 Cent is when a picture leaked, I think it was like two years ago, if I'm not mistaken. A picture, you know, four, about four years ago, I think it was four. A picture leaked or was posted of 50 Cent son taking the picture with Supreme Son. Now, y'all like, why is it an issue if 50 Cent's son, Marquise, taking a picture with Supreme, Supreme, the kingpin, who's in jail right now for the rest of his life, his son. Okay, so that just told you right there, Supreme is in jail for the rest of his life. I did not know. Why do it matter if his son and 50 Cent's son are taking a picture? The feds allegedly put it out there that Supreme was behind the hit on 50 Cent when Homo shot 50 Cent nine times. Homo got hit like I got hit, but he ain't fucking breathing. Homo died like three weeks after 50 Cent got shot. Allegedly, Supreme put the hit on 50 Cent. Homo hit did it but he didn't finish the job so you got 50 cent son marquise taking a picture with the guy who put the hit out on 50 cent they got 50 cent shot nine times so 50 cent was like hey i don't give a damn about this homie no more like he made, he let it be known like he don't give a damn if his son got hit by a cop he said he crossed the line he's officially a op now, Marquise responded to that. He said, I didn't even know that was Supreme's son. He said he didn't know who dude was. He said all he know is people came up to him and said he wanted to take a picture. And so it's almost like they set him up. Because if he did not even know that that is Supreme's son, but then again, it's kind of harsh to not know the story of what happened to your daddy when it's in the movie is told everywhere. So you knew that somebody that your daddy used to be in business with put the hit on him to be shot. So I couldn't understand why you would be taking a picture with his son. I don't, uh, you know, I just can't uh, wrap my head around that because it's like, if I, you know, I have three kids of my own, and if someone shot me and I lived through it, I would not be happy if my kids was associating with that person. That's just me. He took a picture with him. He said, next thing you know, the picture was up. The dude... Wait a freaking minute. They took a picture and posted it to social media. 
that was like a complete subliminal shot towards 50 Cent. I'm sorry. I mean, I can't sit here like, oh, well, maybe. No, no, that was a shot. The picture. Supreme Son posted a picture with 50 Cent Son. He tagged everybody, Shade Room, DJ Academic, but he did not tag 50 Cent Son. So tell you the truth, I kind of believe that went down like that. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like, it's been years and years and years, and y'all still living on it? He also showed DM and messages of Supreme Son telling Marquise that, hey, look, these people want us to link. We can make 50000 a piece. Hit me up. Now, evidently, it never happened because it wasn't nothing after that. It wasn't nothing after that. But in the midst of trying to prove that he didn't know, and this how officially, when he said, yo, King, let's hop on the call. Niggas got a big-ass bag for us, and we need to take that shit. 50K each, hit me back. And he sent the number. He said, hit me ASAP. This was January 16th. 2021 Marquise never answered so like that has to show you something right there because if he was like literally trying to um cloud chase uh get a bag from his daddy's name uh so don't you think he would have went for the 50k a piece so I don't know maybe 50 needs to take into consideration that Maybe he does need to sit down with the boy. Maybe he didn't really know who them people was when he took the picture. He never responded. That's when he found out that dude was the son of who put the head out on his dad. So to tell you the truth, I don't think Marquise did that out of spite. I think he really didn't know because 2021, after all that shit happened, he ain't respond to the dude no more. Right? But dude, like, hey, look. Marquise, you need my number. What you doing? You chasing clout. Take that down right now. It's going to end bad for you. It's going to end bad for you. Basically, he's saying, he said it's going to end like that other dude, meaning his daddy. You don't take that down, you're going to get hit up like your daddy got hit up. That's what he's saying. If you're one of the many people struggling financially right now, yeah, I know these commercials. You never make it through a whole video without them playing the damn commercial. He also make it fun of too. He say DM to purchase hoodies or crew necks. I'm homeless. I need help. My dad never gave me six to seven hundred a month. So you got Supreme Son. McGriff trolling 50 Cent Son after 50 Cent Son leaked his number showing the messages. The Supreme Son, he said, I know why that 6700 wasn't enough. Your mom was spending that shit on surgery and Botox and tricking it on any nigga that would look at her twice. I really know everything. Don't play with me, little boy. This nigga ain't no victim. He the fucking problem. He's a he, he's a manipulative person, just like his mother. But look what I got thus far. She told him he has to play victim to get the people on their side. Don't believe the hype. This shit is reality TV. His mother is a puppet master. He said, you want to fucking come out about this shit four years later like a bitter baby mama? You is the ultimate Klaus chaser. All I want to do is fight. I don't care about no money right now. Let's fight for free. You say, yo, Keith, you leaked my phone number. Now it's really not the time. Now I'm going to violate you. He say, don't end up like you know who. That's all I'm going to say. 
Um, that was really harsh. I mean, that was like really, really harsh. Uh, well, let's see what else we got going on. Yeah, that was a lot for me. Cause like I said, I don't know if y'all know about the Supreme team, but <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know if y'all know about the Supreme team, but you know, from what I looked up, like they were very treacherous, murderous. Um, you know, they sold a lot of drugs and, uh, it was just, it's a lot, you know, it is a lot, um, but I believe that 50 Cent was right for telling his son that he shouldn't have never, um, took it to social media. Now, uh, I've been watching also, I don't know if y'all know about Glorilla, in the FNF song. I guess she did not write this song. I guess the song was given to her. and Well, not given to her. Um, I'm guessing the guy she got the song from, she was supposed to perform the song. And when the money started to roll in, that's when they were supposed to decide what went where, I guess. I'm not really for sure. But we are going to look into this real quick because um, Hit Kid... I guess he is. I don't know really what he does. I don't know if he's a producer, songwriter, or if he's all of the above. But um, I'm hearing that it's his song. And um, I'm also hearing that Glorilla signed over her rights because I guess they were feuding over the song. But um, here's a little snippet from uh, Talk With Nia. It's another site on YouTube. And uh, we're going to hear what she got to say about this situation. Find out who your man because, is texting. Uh, I've been, Today I'm going to like show I said, you how to expose been, uh, anyone with just their phone number. Seeing it. If you feel but, suspicious about a classmate. You know, I also work. I do have a job. So I haven't been, and I've been sick for like the last month and a half. So, um, because Hi, I am everyone. a diabetic. Welcome back to Talk With Naya. Again, just to remind um, you, we did change the channel name from Talk That Talk to Talk With Naya. So let's get right into I'll it. I wanted to start Naya. off with I'm Megan sorry. Thee Stallion, okay? So Megan Thee Stallion, if you didn't know, she hosted and performed on SNL recently. And she got emotional while performing her song, Anxiety. Okay, we all know that Megan has been going through a lot with grief. You know, the passing of her mom, both parents, the invasion of her home recently. Her home recently got broken into, I believe, about $400,000 worth of stuff got taken. And she's been performing. So she- I think that's odd, though, y'all. There has been a lot of celebrity break-ins. And I'm not understanding how or why. But there has been because uh, I watch another show. Um... Uh, one of the housewife shows. Goodness gracious. Which one is that? Uh, no, it's not a housewife show. It's called Married to Medicine. And um, it's a lady on there named Anila. And, you know, ever since she's been on the show for a couple of years, so ever since then, she's been like a celebrity figure. And her home was also broken into. And then you have uh, Sierra from Love and Hip Hop. Her home was broken into. And then you have Erica from Love and Hip Hop. Uh, who married Safari. They are currently now divorced with two children. Their home was broken into. So I don't know how these people are uh, getting the information to find out where these people live. But I'm just going to say, y'all, you know, y'all got to get better security. You know, I guess they feel like because they live in great neighborhoods that they don't need surveillance cameras or or security systems are I'm not understanding because I know um I think it was Erica Erica Safari RCR one of the two showed it on the uh video camera so I'm not understanding like where was the police why didn't they get there in time enough I'm just not understanding these people are paying all this money to live in these nice neighborhoods and they have are just being broken into like it's regular like they're regular everyday people I mean they're they I don't get me wrong the regular everyday people, but these people, I can almost imagine, are spending thousands and thousands of dollars on security. So I just don't understand why their homes are getting broken into. But let's go on with this. Also has the Tory Lane case and people not believing that, you know, he shot her. So she's got that going on. 
And she's got the drama with her label, and she's trying to get out of that contract and dealing. And I know we were supposed to, we are listening to this for Glorilla, but of course, when people do their um, segments and their podcasts, sometimes they go into more than one thing. So we just gonna cover everything that's on her. But a lot of negativity. Let me play you the clip. So, as you can see, she definitely got emotional. And this song, you know, it really touched me. And I really felt bad because, you know, this was the part where she was talking about what she would say to her mom about, you know, what was go- what's going on with her life right now. So, you know, prayers out to Megan Thee Stallion. I hope that she pulls it together and, you know, she opens up and talks to somebody and really gets a lot of her feelings out and what she's going through. So, I wish her all the best. Now, let's move on to the City Girls. The City Girls had a fan call them out about not being able to get into their show after winning the Good Love free tickets. All right, so when this person got to the concert, they didn't have their name on file for these free tickets, but she claimed that she ended up getting lawn seats after the staff felt bad for her, and she went to social media to expose the issue, and JT responded back to her. Let me play you the clip. Before I even say something, I don't want no clout, I don't want none of that off this video, but I'm very upset because I came to the City Girls thing because they said, oh, I won the good love giveaway thingy, whatever. I come all the way up here, they tell me, oh, give me the two names that you need, me and my sister name. I sent them the names September 22nd, here's the messages. Blah, 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 y'all read it, pause it, whatever. to wave at you didn't get the seat you want now you mad you were in the lawn as you should have been you trying to go big when this situation could have been an easy fix in the future you mentioning her kids got me real mad so people responded to this whole situation and they were really mad at jt by the way she responded to the fan and called jt problematic and you know they said she came off disrespectful and that management should have fixed the issue now with this whole situation this isn't the first time that we've seen JC kind of act act disrespectful to a fan, okay? So JC really needs to be careful because I think people are already labeling her as someone who treats their fans pretty badly or has an attitude towards their fans. Now, I think she just kind of disregarded the whole situation because of the mentioning of the kids in this situation. So I think she allowed that to take over her entire response and she just responded really angry. But bottom line, the girl won free tickets. I would think that her first response would have been like, oh, hey, I'm so sorry that happened. You know, I'm glad you won the free tickets. I'm glad they resolved the issue. Thanks for coming to support us. Something, something like that. I mean, you know, so what do you guys think about that situation? Now, speaking of the city girls, remember when I talked about how Young Miami tweeted that she had a surprise to tell us on Monday? That she was, and that surprise basically was going to make her cry? All right, so it looks like Young Miami is going to be on the BMF season two as an actress, and I'm so excited for her. So BMF season two is going to premiere in January on Stars, and if you guys do not watch BMF, please go watch season one so you can be ready for season two. It is a really 
good show. I love that show. And it also looks like Monique is going to be joining the cast as well. I remember when it was going on social media, 50 Cent kind of um, rekindling with Monique and, you know, helping her out with that whole situation because she went through that whole blackball period. And he was saying that he wanted to, you know, get her back out there. So it looks like he put her on BMF season two. And if you've been watching, like, I'm not surprised that Young Miami's on here because they got Cash Doll on BMF. She's in season one, you know, and Cash Doll got a pretty decent amount of scenes in BMF. So definitely watch the show. It's good. I can't wait for it to come out. They do have the BMF documentary coming out that 50 Cent is doing on October 23rd, which I'll be watching as well. And the season finale of Kanan is coming on, too, if y'all are into that stuff, because your girl be watching that. Now, let's move on to Cardi B and Glorilla. So Cardi B and Glorilla's song Tomorrow 2 remains at number one on the U.S. YouTube Top Songs chart for a third week with 6.74 million streams, okay? And they are doing it with the views as well. So, but speaking of Glorilla, it looks like her and Hit Kid are going through a rough patch over their song FNF, okay? We all knew some drama was coming. Glorilla really got a terrible response when she signed her contracts, okay, when she got her record deal. A lot of people were hating on her, but now we got drama with the FNF song, okay? So Hit Kid took to social media and said, so basically these folks are trying to take me to court over FNF because they want to own the song, but they want to own the song to put it on this EP, which both parties knew. And we know Glorilla, we talked about this, Glorilla is about to drop her EP, okay? So he said, so tell me how you going to put FNF in your contract without telling me after. I told you and your manager every day that we was in L.A. with Sweetie that labels are going to try to sign you because of FNF. I also told you to let me know when labels reach out so we can both be on the same page, but you still went and signed my song without me. I did my best to protect you and the girls. This is only a portion of what I've been through. So Glorilla responds, and she responds on her Facebook account, okay, and says, they've been salty ever since I didn't sign to their label to be a group for zero dollars, shaking my head. One more thing before I log out. You signed the song away the first week without me knowing for 50K because you didn't know how big it was going to be. Should I keep going? Hit Kid also said on Twitter that Glorilla used the label's lawyers when she signed her deal after he advised Glorilla and her manager not to use the label's lawyers. Now, we all know that's a bad idea. We all know that the label's lawyers are going to look out for the best interest of the label. So a lot of people, when Glorilla signed that video drop, she was on a private jet and the money and stuff, a lot of people were hating a lot of people did bring up that they did not see a lawyer in the video clip and stuff like that so i don't know glorilla i don't know but then hit kid posted on his instagram story and said if you know me you know i ain't gonna do nobody wrong to make some money because that ain't what i'm on i didn't want no money or nothing from neither girls i just told them let me in the shows for free now glorilla says he made so much money from fnf and i haven't made not one red cent other than shows but i'm still prospering because guess what i can rap in real life and i ain't no one hit wonder i wrote every single lyric and every song i put out i still got love for hit kid because we came up together i just hate the fact that he had to bring the business to social media now glorilla why you ain't getting paid off fnf why are you not getting paid off FNF? We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Because then the founder of Power ENT broke down the FNF deal with Glorilla and Hit Kid. And he called out Yogati and CMG. Okay. So there was a ton going on in this story. Let me read you what the founder of Power ENT said. All right. So Kadeem Phillips. Okay. If y'all not caught up at this point, what they are saying is that Hit Kid is Hit Kid's song. Glorilla is saying that he already has signed the song away for 50K because he didn't know what the song was going to be. She used the song, he said, Hit Kid said, without asking him. So if nobody's, if neither one of them two is being paid for the song, who is getting the money for the FNF song? He says, let me address this from the business side because I see a lot of confusion. End of the day, Anthony Holmes, who was Hit Kid, did great business. He gave up 50% of the masters and 50% of the publishing for FNF directly to Glow. We actually did everything to protect Glow from the industry and herself. Honestly, Glow independently collects money for FNF. It's all hers. She just didn't own the song and never will. We actually saved her from losing millions and Glow was able to get a deal without having to sell her independent record. 
FNF was created to help all the girls, not for CMG. Just like Tony doesn't own Tomorrow or Bless, Glow doesn't own FNF since Hit Kid put the song out, which was always the plan. Glow and Hit Kid get 50% split evenly of all the money brought in on FNF. Unfortunately, CMG froze all the money, even Glow money in their latest claim to us. All right. So if she hasn't seen her money, tell her to ask her label about it since she sold her masters and publishing to them. Glow won't see a dime until her advance paid back, but that was her choice by signing to CMG. Luckily, Hit Kid still owns the song because we did a deal to keep the ownership. His deal was only to distribute the song and market it so that Glow, as well as the other girls, successful because they didn't have marketing at the time or a budget. Hit Kid paid for everything out of his pocket to make not only FNF, but every song Hit Kid put out until we switched to using the budget that we have for an album, not FNF which was used to make sure the girls was good. This is what happens when you open doors for people. They build the house with you to let someone else live in it. But this won't stop us from doing great business and creating a pipeline of success for Memphis, okay? So he also called out Yo Gotti and CMG and said, my biggest question is why Gotti couldn't just be happy for us? Two young black men from Memphis created something timeless independently by doing good business and smart deals with a group of women who no one would give the time of day but hit kid. Why would you not want to tell that story? Why does everything from Memphis need to go through CMG? Why does Gotti have to take credit for everything? Okay? So that's what he had to say about the whole situation. So what do you guys think about Glorilla's deal with CMG? Well, that was a lot, y'all. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and end this episode. Y'all can go ahead and leave comments, questions, ideas on next episodes it would be greatly appreciated i want to thank you guys for joining me um this is tv gossip for him and her see you next time